You are listening to episode 36 of Friending, the no-nonsense, all-practical, and sometimes, sometimes hilarious podcast show that helps women like you and me grow life-giving female friendship because it just isn't as easy as it looked on television growing up. I mean, come on, why can't we all have friendships like Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe? But Uh, It doesn't seem to happen just so easily as it did on that show. Okay, what we're doing over the summer is I am answering some of the listener questions that you sent in. And this is going to be raw and this is going to be real and I'm going to do my very, very best. We got a lot of really good questions and it was tough to pick the ones that we're going to focus on. We kind of went with the ones that maybe this question was asked over and over again because that sort of indicated that there are lots of you who are asking this question and also maybe just a question that hasn't been addressed before on the show. So if you sent in a question and we don't get to it over the summer, uh, just double check to see if we have addressed it before in previous episodes. And if we haven't, send me an email and, you know, get on my butt about it. I'm happy to, to, to chase that up. I just have only so many weeks in the summer to address these questions. Okay, today we're talking about a question that you sent to me, which is how do you do friendship well when you have young kids and you work? Yep. Yep, this is a thing. This is a this is a challenge for sure. Uh, I am a mom. If you don't know that, I am a mom. I got two awesome kids. They are uh, middle school aged And when they were young, they were wild. They still are wild, but they were like exceptionally wild as little kids. Anybody who knew them when they were like toddler and early elementary aged, you know, you know the stories about my two kids. So I can uh, definitely go back in my mind and picture those days when they were young. And I will tell you that it can be really difficult to maintain friendships. I also have a child with special needs, which added a whole other element to my friendship situation, which I've talked a little bit about on a previous episode. I believe it was episode 11, uh, special needs parenting and friendship. And so I definitely tell the story there. But I will tell you that was a hard time, those those young years with the kids. And there was a portion of that that I did work a nine to five, pretty much. I worked for a church and I was, uh, you know, the kids pastor. And it was it was it was tough because I was very busy. And that's essentially the thing that's difficult when you have young kids and you work outside of the home. And even when you're in the home and frankly, when you just are raising young kids, you're busy. You're very very busy and you're tired. You're busy and you're tired, which are two things that are working against you when it comes to friendship because it's tough to make new friends when you're in that season. And it's also tough to maintain friendship because it's it's just difficult to make the the connection happen. So I want to just sort of, you know, address this and maybe give some helpful tips. But what I will say is this consistency is so important if you want to deepen a friendship. And when you're busy and you're tired, those are like the enemies of consistency. Because you get busy and you realize you overbooked and you got to cancel plans with the friend that you made two months ago because you're so busy because you have no time. 
Or you're so tired that when you are chilling with your friend, you're not really present, you're kind of really exhausted, you're communicating that you don't really want to be there just by the fact that you've yawned 200 times in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, it's going to kind of, it's going to, it's sort of going to attack the consistency of you guys getting together again. So how do you deal with this? Because life is life and you've got kids. You can't send them back and you, you got to work. So, you know, to feed the kids and, you know, to do life. How do you do this? Well, number one, I want to just remind you that friendship is self-care. Friendship is part of your self-care. So when you get into that mentality, when you look at friendship from that mindset, like I need to exercise to keep my body healthy and I need to make time for exercise in order to keep my body healthy because that's caring for my body. The same way when we approach friendship, we got to go, I need to spend time with my friends because that's going to keep my mind and my heart and you know what else? My body healthy. Yes, friendship absolutely affects your health and there's tons of research and science on that just google it for like one second and you'll see all the the legit research that harvard's put out and stanford's put out i mean just just go there and you'll be you'll be convinced within five seconds but when you don't see friendship as self-care you see it as secondary it's not that important. And then eventually you get lonely. Eventually you burn out. Eventually you get depressed because you don't have a community supporting you because you work and have young kids and you need support, right? It's a vicious cycle. So you have to kind of change your mindset. You have to say, no, 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 no. Friendship is making me a better mother. Friendship is making me a better whatever it is I do for a living. It is part of my self-care. So I need to work it into my calendar, just like I put my morning jog in my calendar, just like I go to the doctor and have a checkup. I need to take care of myself. A lot of women that I have come across who have come to me for coaching or just women I've, I've dialogued with at places that I've spoken at, when they're really busy and they feel lonely because they've got no time, I, I have to sort of say, look, everybody's busy. This is the truth. Everybody's busy. If you if you really dig deep, everybody's busy. But everybody has to take responsibility for how they prioritize their time. And sometimes we have to get to a place where we don't feel guilty for prioritizing our friendships because we know it's good for us. And if it's good for our our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health, it's of course going to be good for our families and even for our jobs. So it is important to do that. However, okay, you got the mindset, right? You realize friendship is self-care. You got to make it a priority. You got to put it on the calendar. It's going to happen. It's a non-negotiable, okay? This is not going to be something that I, I shift to the side when life gets too busy. I'm making it happen. I'm going to go and have that coffee with a friend. However, what I want to say is every season, particularly of motherhood, will look differently in how often you meet with your friends. That's just life, okay? You're not, you know, this whole sex in the city friendship fantasy is ridiculous because the likelihood of you being able to have brunch every Saturday with your three best friends while wearing stilettos is is just, it's a fantasy, <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who are doing it, no judgment. Um, we're happy for you. But for the rest of the world, that's it's it's almost impossible 
when you are a mother to do that because you got to drive somebody to soccer, you're cleaning your house, you're catching up on this. I mean, you have to look at your life and go, what is realistic? So yes, number one, my mindset, my mentality towards friendship is that it is self-care and I'm going to make it happen. It's going on the calendar and it's going to be a regular thing that I do. But the second piece is, what is realistic? You can't go to the girlfriend getaway every other month because you don't have that kind of money or you don't have that kind of time. So what is realistic? Maybe the girlfriend getaway that you do with your friends happens every other year. But you know it's happening every other year, so it's built into the rhythm of your life. And it's it's you just got to be realistic, right? Um, when my kids were like toddlers, when they were awake, there was no way I could have had a meaningful conversation with a friend. It was very rare unless we had sat them down in front of a television with just boxes of cookies to keep them occupied for 20 to 30 minutes. Anybody who knows my kids know this is true. Some of my dear friends who were around me during that time can attest to this. They needed you know, sugar and television to keep them calm for about 30 minutes so I could have a conversation with somebody. Occasionally, I would arrange going out with some friends and, you know, like some sort of night, you know, get together. And that was okay. Usually I was tired. I'm gonna be honest with you. Those kids were were wild and they, they wore me out. But what I did find to be helpful to me back then when I was you know, at home was kind of getting together with friends who also had kids and we could just sit them in front of the television and feed them cookies and talk for 30 minutes while drinking a cup of tea. That was realistic. And to be able to do that maybe every week was, was the, the sanity hour that I lived for because raising small kids is not easy. Now, when they got to elementary age and I was working outside of the home, it became much more challenging. I had one day off in the beginning of the week because I because I worked for a church, Sundays was not really a day off for me. But um, on Mondays, I was off and I would try my very, very, very best to schedule time with a friend on Monday. But it was tough because that was a day I was cleaning my house. It was a day I was, you know, just catching up on life and it was hard. That was a hard season. So I had to be realistic. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I don't feel like I did friendship well during that time. I think I was terrible at prioritizing it and I suffered because of that. So that's just me being real. Now that I have a little bit of research under my belt and the things I've observed, if I could go back, I would have instituted something in my life where I was regularly getting together with friends at least once a month. And I'm going to be talking more about this concept over the next few weeks. But there's this thing that I started doing in the last the last year. I started it with my daughter, actually. And it's called First Friday with Friends. And my daughter would host this gathering with, with friends in fifth grade. Actually, she invited all the fifth grade girls to come to our house and hang out the first Friday of the month. And there was always some sort of theme and activity. And the whole idea is friendship is actually cultivated and deepened when you regularly get together. 
that really is the, the secret sauce. And so when you put the time aside the first Friday of the month and you know, okay, this is where I'm going, this is where I'm hanging out, and these are the people I'm going to be with, well, naturally friendship grows and deepens. And so we did that with her friends and then I started doing it with my friends and um, it was powerful. It was really, really powerful to see how just even a monthly get-together could deepen your friendship, could help you grow that community that's going to support you. And especially when you were a, a mom of young kids and you work, whether in the home or outside the home, you need to have a realistic plan of how you're going to get together with your friends on the regular. Consistency is important. And I've said this before, time is the currency of trust. When you spend time with people, then you're able to trust them the more time that you spend and you get to know them as a person. So this monthly get-together, First Friday with Friends, has been really, really actually life-changing for me and my daughter. She's done it with her friends. I have done it with my friends. And we are basically going to be putting this together for you if you are interested, listeners out there, if you're like, yeah, I like this idea of First Friday with Friends. I would love to get this kind of curriculum, this kind of kit that I can do this with my people or I can even help help my daughter do this um, with her friends, this will be available on my birthday, August 1st. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's coming. August 1st, it will be available for sale. So back to the the mom with young kids who's working and finding it difficult to make friends and maintain friends First Friday with Friends, this idea that I put together, this curriculum, is like a practical solution to this, right? It, it may not solve all of it, but it's certainly an action step that you can take. You have to do something and you have to prioritize friendship. So number one, you have to realize it's it's a mindset and mentality that you need to develop and cultivate, which is friendship is self-care and self-care makes you a better mother and, and a better better woman in general, okay? Number two, you need to have a realistic plan of how you're going to prioritize friendship. Is it going to be a monthly gathering? Are you going to put aside your Monday mornings to go for a walk with a friend? Whatever. Think of what is realistic with the season of life that you are in now. Another thing I just kind of want to throw in there is it is important to, to understand that there are seasons of motherhood and it does change a lot. Like once you think you have mastered one season, your kid grows and then it looks completely different. It just looks completely different. And you're like, all right, we got to do life completely different now. And so that can be, that can be a little bit exhausting as a woman. It could be trickier if you are, you know, working outside the home or even in the home. It's, it's tough to juggle all the things so it is important to give yourself some grace, you know, be kind to yourself. Don't, don't beat yourself up if you're like, man, now I can't get together with my friends on Saturdays because, you know, little Joey has lacrosse practice like that. That's just being a mom and it's tough, but you do have to figure out something that will work for you. Um, I also want to say this, this is probably another little, little thing I would, would say to the mom with, with the young kids who are, who are working is you're not the only one. You're not the only one with this problem. And I'll tell you, this is something that comes across to me so many times. Women saying, I just feel like I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Or I feel like I have no support and I, I'm just barely getting by every day. 
raising kids and having a job that's full-time outside of the home particularly is challenging. And you're not the only one who's finding it challenging. So you're not crazy and you're not weak. That's what I want to say to you. If this is you, you're not crazy and you're not weak. This is really hard. Society has crazy expectations for us as women. They want us to do all the things. I mean, the the people in my life who have full-time jobs and little kids and then during COVID had to basically homeschool their, their children and teach them how to read while running these full-on jobs and having a million meetings a day via Zoom and also navigating the five-year-old who's trying to learn how to read, it's freaking hard. It's freaking hard, but you're not the only one. And I would encourage you to seek out other women who are in a similar life situation as you. I don't think that all your friends need to have the same exact season of life or do the same thing as you, but I do think it's really helpful to have somebody else who gets it. And so look around at your job. Is there someone who's in a similar season of life as you? Could you could you befriend them? Is there a neighbor that you noticed? Their kids also go to skip or after school care and they they um, maybe they could be your friend. I, you know, I just think that having somebody who gets it is so good. Oh, it's so good to know that you're not the only one. And I, I have a friend particularly I'm thinking of and and she has a really demanding job and younger kids and um, this whole COVID thing, having to, to try to school them and, and run her, her team at work. I mean, it was crazy town. And I just know that she really got a lot of encouragement and understanding from her friends who also had demanding jobs and teams that they had to run while schooling their kids during COVID. She just felt so supported and encouraged by them. And even though my life looks a lot different, not that I don't matter to her as a friend, but I was so grateful as her friend that she had somebody else who understood. So I do think if you can go and find somebody who is in a similar season of life, you'll you'll feel like you're not alone. And you're not alone. So Is it hard to make friends and maintain friendship when you have young kids and this full-on job? Of course, it is really, really hard, but it is possible. And more than it's possible, it's actually a necessity. You need the support. You need the support. And that's what friendship is for. So remember, friendship is self-care. This is part of how you take care of yourself. Number two, figure out a realistic plan of how you're going to prioritize friendship. When are you actually getting together with your people? Pull out that freaking calendar and literally mark out six dates over the next six months that you can make time for your friends, okay? And last, go and find somebody who is in a similar season of life as you, who also has a job that is kind of similar in the demands and the time that it requires, and maybe kids that are similar age, find that person, befriend them, because it's nice to know you're not the only one trying to do all the things, right? So that is my answer to this listener's question. I hope it was somewhat helpful, and uh, I know it's not easy, but I believe in you, and if you need me, whoever you are out there, actually, I don't even know who asked this question. It was anonymous. Um, you know you know where to find me. I am on Instagram, at yourfriendnoel, and of course, Friending has its own handle, at Friending Show. But also, we have this great 
Facebook community called The Friending Squad. It's a private Facebook community that you can join if you are looking for some additional friendship support. Perhaps you're feeling lonely, perhaps you're going through a friendship issue, perhaps you're just looking for people to make friends with, women who really do care about life-giving female friendship. Go check us out. All the information will be in the show notes, okay? That's where you can find all the info about everything. Me, friending, the Facebook group. I'm even going to put a little link in there for First Friday with Friends so you can get on the list for that. And uh, yeah, you're going to have a great summer, okay? Go be a good friend to somebody out there because, man, this world is lonely right now and we need you because you're awesome. Till next time, your friend, Noelle. Hey, did you find this episode helpful? Are you enjoying this podcast, The Friending Show? If you are, please do us a favor. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. And while you're there, let us know in the comments what you actually like about friending. Because whatever it is, we want to keep doing it, okay? Thanks for being a friend.